Connection through conversation. Join self-described conversationalist Stacy Heller as she talks with guests about topics and ideas that are sometimes informational, sometimes inspirational, and always entertaining on Stacy Connects. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm Stacy Heller and this is Stacy Connects. This show is all about making connections through conversation. It is about asking questions instead of making assumptions. And it is about my love of the elephant in any room. I appreciate you listening, whether it's live or later via podcast. Hey, please consider subscribing. I would appreciate it. Uh, big show today, really big show. It is the third anniversary of Stacy Connects. Yes. So I have on the show, as per tradition, oh, stop, stop. You like me, you really, really like me. Wow. Bringing out all the stuff. Um, oh my, like it just goes. Wait, where are all these sound effects during the regular shows? <laughs> well, the regular shows don't uh, require, you know, quite as much fanfare. That's true. That's true. So before we got started here, we, we were talking about getting the band back together because I have in studio with me, as per tradition, Stacey Harris. She was my first guest, then at the second anniversary and now at the third. And then, of course, Dave Nelson. So welcome, guys. Glad to be here. Me and too. then, of course, Eric. I mean... I'm always here. Well, I know, but like... <laughs> and happy know. to be so. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we're going we're gonna to talk in a bit about the origin story of this. You know, we'll go back and reminisce. We're going to talk about, I don't know, we're going to brainstorm ideas for where it's going to go. I said this is the Cotton Dye Joe episode. Where did we come from? Where do we go? Oh, okay. See what I did there? <laughs> Um, if you have thoughts, you can text or you can leave a voicemail at 475-999-2726. would love to hear from you for once. Like, come on. It's the anniversary episode. Give me a present. Like, maybe the third anniversary gift is not like tin or paper. Maybe it's just communication. I probably shouldn't yell at my listeners, <laughs> all 12 of them. Um, so anyway, uh, Okay conversations uh, from last week. So I'm going to tell you, I already told uh, Stacy and Dave this, uh, but I have to tell the Percy story. So you guys have been hearing about Percy because I've been telling you. And no, Percy has not come home yet. However, uh, Vicki Draper, who is a uh, pet communicator, psychic, whatever you want to call her, she was a guest on the show actually before, uh, she and I had a session um earlier and in the session she's having me ground and like envision yourself planting you know yourself so that you can send a beacon of light to your cat and I'm like yep now I have to tell you I'm trying to get like out of my ego throughout this whole thing because I'm like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I did it because it's Percy it's your cat and so I don't know what any of that looks like, but I'm like, so here I am planting my feet. I'm firm in the ground. I'm like the base of the 
a little library that I want to put in my house. Like, here I am, and I'm a beacon of light. I'm like a bleakin' beacon on the moon. I've planted my flag. And then she's having me, like, open up your heart, all these different things. So it was a great session. Um, She connected with Percy. I connected with Percy. Percy was super excited to hear from me. Um, It was quite the session. And, you know, that was great. About 25 minutes later, I get a call from somebody, and she's like, hey, is this Stacy? And, yep, yep, that's me. And are you still missing a cat? Yes, yes, I am. And she said, oh, well, I live in, like, I live over uh, by the international school, which, as an international school, could be anywhere. I mean, really. And, um, And she said I was out walking with my dogs and this little black cat tuxedo cat, you know, ran out from the woods and, um, you know, super cute. And then I happened to see your poster that was up on the mailboxes. And I'm like, that might have been the cat and saw it again. And I was with my husband. He's like, that's the little cat that was on our front porch earlier today. And she's like, so we looked at the poster and it was like, do you think this is the cat? Like, yeah, we do. So, I mean, Vicky, way to go. Um, But what's crazier about this is that I think last time I was giving you an update, Vicky had said, go over to the Kelsey Creek Park neighborhood because Percy may be over there. I don't live anywhere near the Kelsey Creek Park neighborhood. So it's probably a 20-minute drive away. And so Pete and I, again, who are we to question the universe We had put up posters there because universe said to. And, you know, we're like, man, we feel like idiots. Like, we don't know where the beginning of the neighborhood is and the end. Like, which mailbox do you put it on? Um, So we just followed our gut and put up these things. And this lady called from there. And so we're going to have to go take our cat dish and bang it and yell Percy, which is what I suggested this lovely woman, Linda, do. Um, And she's not opposed to it, but... Uh, no luck so far, but I will definitely keep everybody updated. Percy. Right? I'm like, only Percy would be the cat that, like, the psychic pinpoints where he is. And she's like, he's doing backflips. He's so excited to hear from you. I'm like, well, I would like to see that. <laughs> I would like to see that in person. So I'll keep you updated. I am pre-recording my episode uh, for next week, so I may have to... I may have to tell Eric if any luck has happened and then we can give an update because I know that my listeners are just along for the journey. We're on the edge of our seat. Right? We all are. You could add it to weather and traffic. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Percy sightings. Or cut in with breaking news. Breaking news. Hi-ho, this is Kermit the Frog here. Um, Percy stuck in traffic. (laughs) Just like the rest of us. (laughs) Right? Exactly. I mean, I just, I can't decide if Percy packed up his little stick and kerchief and ran away, if he was taken, and like Pete says, he was trafficked. I just don't know. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, that's the update there. Um... I don't have a lot of other updates. There's really not much going on. I want to spend more time focusing on. Well, I actually think that that's an update in of itself. Well, I mean, that's just so much to unpack. <laughs> no, because I think these days it's we're all busy or something's happened or, you know, and there's enough going on in the world that if our lives are uneventful, that's actually fantastic. 
right? Like, I love reporting to my mother that nothing's happened. Like, I want to be the bearer of no news. I mean, there's plenty of things, but it's like, you know, when it's like, oh, hey, how are you? And the person's like, you know, fine. It's like, do you want the long answer? Because, like, if you want me to do conversations and observations from this week, like, oh, I'll go. And I won't stop. But that's not going to be interesting to really anyone other than me. And it also may it may break some relationships. It could burn bridges. Like, things could happen. And that would be the end of the show. Well, what are you excited about upcoming? The holidays are coming. Um, Soup and sours. Okay. Does it's, does the audience know what a soup and sour is? I don't know. <gasps> so soup and sours started because when we moved out to the Seattle area, uh, we didn't have any family out here. And we missed that element of Thanksgiving. Uh, Pete's family especially got together every year. His sisters, their kids. I mean, there was like 20 of us getting together for many, many years. And so when we moved out here to create that sense of family, we decided to start inviting people over on Thanksgiving morning around 11 o'clock. And we make this butternut squash soup that has a lovely Gruyere crouton that floats on top, like a little floater. And it's delicious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Dave's there just for the cheese cube, though. Yeah. It's the cheese. Tell me, what is the cheese delivery vehicle today? Yeah. Well, right. I mean, and you can get it without it being on the soup. Like, you can just eat that. So the hand is the delivery vehicle. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. We're it, very He's helpful. like, I will take soup with no soup. Right. Just the cheese. Hold hold the soup. I'll take the <laughs> yes. crouton. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, and so then the other thing that we serve is uh, Peter Heller's famous whiskey sours. Now, these originated with Pete's family. They used to make them. And it's basically... Canadian Club whiskey, lots of it, frozen orange juice, ice, um, like, that's kind of it. Like, maybe a smidge of lemonade, mm. and he blends it, and then you stick a maraschino cherry in, and we recommend that you don't actually eat the cherry so that you can, every time you refill, get another cherry and keep track of how many you've had. Now... We warn people every year about how strong these drinks are, and everyone's like, oh, I can handle it, whatever. The number of people after doing this for, like, the past 10 years that have gone home sauced and, like, have had Thanksgiving dinner late as a result or, like, skipped something completely or had a long nap, I'm like, you have been warned. Well, the pre-fung on Thanksgiving is why haven't we been doing this the entire time? We have had an opportunity to partake. And um, I will tell a very quick story. Uh, my mother was in town from Australia, has no idea what Thanksgiving is. Like, hey, mom, it's Thanksgiving. Okay, what do you do? You eat food, wear stretchy pants. So we're in America. <laughs> <laughs> and so Dave and I drag my mother to Soup and Sours, and, and my mother's like, okay, like deer in headlights, like I, I, I don't know any of these people. I, I don't really understand what they're saying. Strange language. Yeah. Right. Yes. Classic. Party at Stacey. <laughs> and my mother, uh, in uh, pre-children, um, like any young 20-something, um, knew how to throw it down. Knew, and, and Australia in the 70s. Let's just, oh, I'm just going to lay that out there, right? And so, but over the years, she became a nurse. She had three kids, um, you know, typical suburbia. 
And uh, we would always joke that she would get sauced off the, the just sniffing the scotch cap, right? Yeah. And so, and my mother is not a, a large human being, so she's very tiny, very petite. Anyway, so she loves Pete's sours. She has one, and she's like, "Oh, oh, if this is what Thanksgiving is, <laughs> then sign me up, right?" I, yeah. And so we're going around. I'm eating the soup is delicious. Uh, we're you know chatting with everyone. And I look over in the corner and I can see that my mother has taken your instruction very seriously in the fact that she has not eaten the cherry. She didn't eat the first cherry. She didn't eat the second cherry. And she was about to not eat the third cherry. Mm -hmm. I was like, I know exactly how the rest of this day is going to go. And it's my mother laid out on the couch and she's not going to remember anything about Thanksgiving. Well, then she didn't miss anything because... She had low expectations, so nailed it. She had a great time. So anytime I talk about you and Pete, maybe like now, I'm like, do you remember when we went to Pete and Stacy's and you had the, you know, the whiskey the sours? sours? And she's like, oh, that was a good day. <laughs> she missed the dinner that night. But she, she had <laughs> seriously. Yeah. No, that, I think that was, my mother basically drank her weight in whiskey sours that day and had the best day ever. I mean. Yeah. Eric, you're invited. Cool. You gotta go, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying. And I will say, mom is coming for Christmas, and she has already asked when Eric can come over and hang out. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Uh huh. Oh yeah, she's totally like, can we invite him over for dinner? I'm like, I'm, I'm sure with enough notice, he'd consider it. <laughs> I'm really curious if there's an Australian equivalent of Thanksgiving. No. No. Okay. So like. Like mid March or whatever, you There's know. There's no get indigenous with, peoples with a stuffed like, kangaroo. And... <laughs> Wait, isn't that the baby kangaroo? From <laughs> <laughs> the pouch. That's double yeah. stuff. <laughs> oh, I like uh, that. no, we have our. Uh, well, it's not really our Independence Day, but it's our equivalence of Fourth of July is called Australia Day, and that's on January 26th. A big holiday in Australia is Easter. Huge. It's a four day weekend. Wow. You get Good Friday and Good Monday off. So it is. It was, and, and still is my favorite Australian holiday, uh, just simply because it's the end of the summer, and it's one of those. It's the perfect weather, and you get four days off, and everyone's like, you know, we'll still eat, and you know, and have merry times and stuff like that. So interesting. Is yeah. it Would that be the fall in? It's Australia? going into the fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's yep. So, so into summer, kind of. It, it messes me up. Labor Day kind of feel. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> although, really quick story, Dave. We went to Australia in a, a number of years ago with the kids, and it was August, which is technically winter, as in you, they've identified a season right. on the calendar, and it was still 85 degrees mm. and like 90% humidity. And <laughs> the most patient man in America is sitting to our right right now, and that is uh, my husband. <laughs> Dave Nelson, and he got to the point at the end of the vacation after three weeks, he's like, why is everything damp? Yeah. <laughs> everything was damp. <laughs> Welcome like, to being a 53-year-old woman, Dave Nelson. <laughs> and this was in the winter. Like, this wasn't even the peak That's of summer. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, sorry. Now I, now I know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's what it's like. Yeah. Oh, we we have to have, like, a menopause, perimenopause conversation. Not today. Yeah. Different oh. day. Yeah, we do. But a fan has, a small portable fan has now been, has now entered the bedroom. 
I have a fan that's in my bag that I whip out. You just oh, I got it in Portugal <gasps> for like three euros. Oh, I the manual. To break. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I can whip that thing out like a drag queen, and I'm like fanning away. It's not at all embarrassing to all the people around me. Maybe it I'll has, do it. You have flair. I do have flair. Yep. Yeah. I'm telling you, my drag name would be Myth Busted. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I am going to hold off on my stasiism for right now. And instead, let's take a break here. And then when we come back, we're going to go back in time. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go forward in time. Back to the future. Exactly. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you're stuck in a style rut? If so, take the first step on your journey and go to michaelbruceimageconsulting.com. Fill out their simple personal style assessment and schedule a complimentary, no obligation, 20-minute style consultation. Let the experts help you gain some perspective on your style challenges. Stacey Heller is many things, entertaining yet enlightening. She's a talk show host channeling her inner Fallon. Like Winston Wolf, she's a fixer who gets things done with style. Practical, like Dr. Ruth. Stacy isn't afraid of the uncomfortable when searching for answers. She's your biggest fan and sees your potential before you do. Most of all, Stacy Heller is a synapse who can connect impulses and ideas about your business and yourself into possibility. To connect with Stacy, go to StacyConnects.com. Stacy Connects, it's her superpower. Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150. Is this a remix? No. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like a remix. Speaking of, uh, so as we're celebrating the third anniversary of Stacey Connects, uh, the reason that I say that the band's back together is this whole thing started in a large part because I was discovered by Stacey and Dave. <laughs> uh, Dave is the one that has done or that did the music for the show. Eric has been uh, my producer since the beginning and also worked with you guys when you had your show, The Efficient the Efficient Life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is like the OG gang. It's OG. Although I was thinking when we were brainstorming about what we were going to talk about during this anniversary episode, I'm like, really the origin story is me talking at my mother and her not listening (laughs) and just going on incessantly and her like going about her day. And really that's what happens with this show. Like people listen, sort of. (laughs) It's like in the background and they're going about their day, whether it's driving or whether they're like, you know, doing something else, like dusting. So basically the origin story is years of dusting. No, no, definitely not dusting. (laughs) It's just years of me talking into a void and hoping that maybe, maybe somebody's listening and it matters to somebody. Well, you've had three years of people listening. So yes. far. And we I'm, I we think were I'm, asked to leave after we did our radio show, so you're on for three years. That's great. 
<laughs> I wasn't sure we'd get back in the building, but this I, is incredible. I don't think that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Well, we appreciated the fact that you subbed in for us. And it was also um, a passive-aggressive way for us to show you that you could actually do this uh, while it was under the umbrella of doing us a favor. But you also didn't hesitate, so we were confident that you were like, yeah, I got this. Well, the don't ask me to talk, <laughs> like, <laughs> happened because when we were uh, doing the Wisdom from the Wardrobe podcast, which actually airs here on KKNW, um, it, it originated with you two. And when we recorded... You know, oh they were always like, you know, oh, God, I'm shy. And I'm like, <laughs> don't ask me to talk. And so when you guys said that you needed a sub, it was like, sure. And, you know, I'm like, do I need to have anything prepared? Like what? And it was like, no, you can, you've got a half an hour or 25 minutes or whatever it is. Do whatever you want. And I was like, great. <laughs> great. Don't I ask mean, me twice. I did not have anything prepared. Yeah. And I just was like, Bloof. But I think that actually... That's the whole point, right? Is I still don't have anything prepared. <laughs> I lost my notes that I took earlier. Oh, you do? Yeah, I didn't save them. So, like, I have nothing in front of me right now. Like, it is. But I love that. But that's prop. who you are. So you never typed the notes. You just sat there, pretended to type while we were prepping. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> I did do a little bit of typing, uh. and then I didn't save it. It, it, like, I went to look for it. I'm like, that's that's, that's next time's it. episode. <laughs> so. Yep, I'm doing what I did way back when. So um, here's, here's what I will say. You, uh, as a part of the uh, Michael Burr's Image Consulting team that came in to do a couple of episodes for The Efficient Life, mm -hmm. um, will go down in oh. at least our history oh, yes. of being involved in media. As <laughs> And we we cannot repeat the, the it on air. Uh, it shouldn't have been repeated on air, let alone repeated. <laughs> um, but um, I didn't know <laughs> what it meant. So here's what I will say. If you want to know, a listener, what the story is, you need to reach out to Stacy. Yeah. 475-999-276. If you text that number, you'll get the, you'll get the scoop. But it will go down in infamy. Yeah, and we could probably get the audio for that episode, too. Oh. <gasps> That's website material right there. That is. Oh, go to stacyconnects.com. Uh, Eric moved quite quickly that oh, day, Oh, my. Uh, yes. your, your producing skills that day were on fire. Oh, thank Do you, you remember? I remember it as if it were <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Uh-huh. This he's good. Right? He's good at what he does. Um so we were total we were still very much noobs um in that whole process. And so we heavily relied on um making eye contact with Eric. Eric did, did a lot of nodding, yes and no. <laughs> a lot of a lot of no nodding. Yeah. And I remember Dave was on my left and then the Microburst image team was on my right. And I remember you said what you said. <clears throat> and again, And I the stand number. by it. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> and when there are moments in your life where it just all of the sound goes away, which, by the way, for radio, dead air, not good. Right. So I naturally, think, I did what any and it was live and it was live. Yeah. And I think Eric uh, it just right in the middle started rolling the music to go to break for some reason. Just yeah. out of the blue. <laughs> 
And I repeated it. I doubled down. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, nobody's saying anything. Maybe they didn't understand me. One of those, right? <laughs> <laughs> let me let double me say, down. Let me say it twice and louder. Right. Just in case no one heard. Yep. But it was one of those moments where I still can still feel it, where I was like, wow, slow motion. Like, all the blood has just come away from my face. And I am seeing everything in slow motion. And I remember looking at Eric and then looking at Dave and then spinning around and looking again and just being like, I don't know what to do. And in that, in, in the nanosecond that that took, Eric had obviously saved the day and made sure that we didn't get an, a, a phone call from the FTC. I was the... Um, Is it the FCC? Oh, FCC, sorry. Correct. I was uh, wrong well, acronym. Don't want, yeah, yeah. Don't want FTC? FTC calling us. <laughs> <laughs> FTC. We don't want any of the three-letter acronyms calling no, us. STDs, no. <laughs> the IRS. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will say, <clears throat> again, that I stand by it, <clears throat> that it is shocking to me that you then asked me to sub after that. <laughs> And even recommended that I do a show. You know what you should do? You should have your own show. Right. Yeah. Like, And then you're like, okay. Well, and, <laughs> and seriously, like, text me, 475-999-2726, and I'll explain. I really didn't know what it meant, and um, everyone was dying oh my God. during the break, oh which, God. again, it was live, so it was a very short break. Yeah. Um, and laughing and i was like i have to go home and <laughs> learn <your> some <laughs> other like euphemisms mm -hmm. well so i'm wondering looking at you dave uh soup and sours this year i think we should have <sighs> we could play it yes oh yeah we could right oh. make a little mashup uh -huh. oh. all of stacy's biggest hits <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Make a little remix, put a music behind it. It'd be great. Waka waka. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but you did. I mean, I blame you. Okay. And I'm, I, what I was going to say is that I'm the Justin Timberlake to your Janet Jackson moment. <laughs> <laughs> the wardrobe malfunction. Yes. So it's yes. sort of like. And a, Justin continued on. Yes. Okay. There we go. So, huh. <laughs> I victimize and step on people <laughs> and move on. Um, See where you took it. Well, and then you and I have, Eric, have I ever shared the Bat Squatch story on Bat the air? Bat Squatch, yes. This sounds familiar. <laughs> so Stacy and I were going over to uh, do the, um, what do you call it? Inspection, inspection of the lake house that we bought. And it was like, okay, we've got four and a half hours in the car. Let's talk about what you're going to do with your life, because that's a very Stacey Harris thing to do. <laughs> like, to get behind the wheel and be like, okay. okay you're laughing a little too yeah. hard yeah. right oh, there. Sorry. Like, right, because, you know, and she's like, all right, we've got four and a half hours. Let's talk. Let me start asking you questions. So what do you see for your future? What do you want to do with this? You could do this. You could do this. Like, then it would lead to this, and then you could think about this, and here's the direction you could go in this way and whatever. And... For as many words as I use, I'm like, yeah, radio show. Like, for once, it was like, yeah, all right, I'll do a radio show. Yep. It and, was a very quick. Yeah, and then yeah. we had four hours left on the right. car. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like four hours and 30, like 43 minutes or something, because I think you actually came to that conclusion within 17 minutes. 
Because I remember thinking to myself, "Now what? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> like road trip to Vegas. Woohoo! <laughs> we get to like eat them claw. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's nothing. Yeah, but it, I but it was it was actually a really beautiful moment because you you just decided you accepted that that's like you weren't hemming and hawing. You weren't on a there were no fences, no nothing. You were just like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. And it and it was it was to to watch you your body language and just there was a it was almost a sense of relief that you'd gotten on the other side of the decision mm-hmm. well i think there's a when you're doing something like this you know edutainment like i do <laughs> it's like there's an ego thing right so i i always say that gotta add it to my stasisms list i that ego is equal parts vanity and equal parts insecurity and so in the moments when you're trying to decide what you're interested in or what you're good at or if you're going to go ahead and, you know, pursue a passion or something like that, insecurity has you be small and not lean into it and say, like, yeah, I want to talk to people. I have something to say. I mean, because, like, really, who is anybody that does this and thinks they have something to say? Mm. And so it was this moment where it was neither vanity nor insecurity that spoke it was like just this baseline of like yeah that feels the closest to me that I've ever been well and it was just giving you a larger platform because what you've done with the radio show is what you do in real life it just happens to be with a smaller more intimate group of people and don't interrupt me (laughs) wait where's the smaller group is it it? I don't (laughs) but it's I'm serious like I would always say to people, you've got to meet Stacey Heller. Like, you've just got to meet her. And now they get to meet you. I've got plenty of people that are like, oh, I heard Stacey's show. Like, great, because you may actually never meet her in person, but you actually get to know her because she's stepped up and and stepped into her vulnerability of being on. Because this isn't easy. Like, I mean, I remember when we first did our first show, um, and it was pre-recorded. Thank goodness, uh, and I because I've never been accused of not having enough to say. And I remember we got to what I thought was the end, and then Eric, our producer, was like, "Yeah, you got yeah. ten minutes left." <laughs> that was his first nodding of the head. No, like no, you're not done. And I was like, I've run out of words, right? <laughs> and so you make it sound so effortless. Like, you know, when people hear your show, they're like, how does she just, it seems like she just walks in. And I'm like, well, actually. (laughs) (laughs) And that's not a natural talent that everyone has. So you have a natural born talent. But you are like, I have something to say. I actually will say, I was talking to a colleague uh, the other day who I have tremendous respect for. And she just launched a book. I'm going to actually connect you with her because you need to interview her. It's an an amazing book. Great. But, um we were talking about an experience that she had like five or six years ago. And she said, going through this experience, it was the first time that she really felt like she stood up for herself and found her voice. Mm-hmm. And that she is an accomplished professional. Like when you look at her, re- her resume, you're just like, how did you not have your voice decades ago? Right. right? And, um, and so I would, I would never say to someone that Stacy Heller doesn't know how to use her voice and not just in the actual like literal sense, right? You know how to use your voice, but you have, that's not something that comes to everyone. And 
you have shown over the last three years, and plus with your standing in for other people um, on their shows, that you're like, yeah, let's let's actually just have a conversation. Let's it's it doesn't have to be that scary. So well, it's not as one sided as you think it is. I'm assuming that everyone out there is my audience. Like, I mean, because you can turn it off. There's choice. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm like anybody that's actually sticking around and listening is like, yeah, right on, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and all the conversations that you've had with such an incredible variety of people, like from rappers to doctors to pet psychics. Yes. um, That also is a tremendous representation of who you are because... The door that is open to pre-funk on Thanksgiving, uh, it is a wide variety of people that walk through that door. Yeah, I will say I'm consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely consistent. You, it's never dull when you walk into a, a, a heller party because you know you're going to meet someone that is incredibly interesting. But I love that you actually find everyone interesting because everyone has something interesting about them. Totally. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's just like have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I... I think back to I did a writing workshop once and the woman that was leading it was like you know think back to some pivotal moment and I'm like I, uh. and so made one up and <laughs> like talked about how I was the stage manager of my high school productions and how there was this part of me that always wanted to like go out and be on the stage like Hey, with my Ethel Merman, like, meets Kate Smith voice, like, hello, and just, like, go. But way into, like, too insecure, didn't know how to do that, whatever. And I, again, made up this moment where I pretended that I had a realization that I don't know how to be anyone else other Mm -hmm. than me. And that's why I couldn't be in, like, these productions and everything, because I can't act. Mm. Yeah. So, like, here I am with my Kate Smith, <laughs> Ethel Merman, like, hybrid voice, like, hello. <laughs> and, like, that's that's what I do. Well, because I'm sure we've all had moments where we've tried to be something or someone other than who we are, and it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. Right. It's It, it, it just sucks the energy out of you, and, and that's not fun. I still do it, though. It's exhausting just being me. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy being me. <laughs> uh huh. You yeah. have a pretty good life though, Dave Nelson. Yes, I do. Yeah, I will say, um, you haven't had a chance to visit uh, the new place yet. But um, every day, Dave stands at the advice. window and goes, "Stacy, we live here." <laughs> I know. It's so amazing. Um, but over the last three years, the amount of conversations that you had, I'd love to just totally nerd out on the on the content and run the. The transcripts of everything and then have AI do its beautiful thing because I would imagine that there's a common thread through every single episode that you've done for the last three years. Stacy talks the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Joan's name. Well, Joan. Right? Yes. If we did a word cloud, Joan would be a big one. 100%. Yeah. In the glop. Hey, Joan. Exactly. Hey, yeah. Mom. Oh, well, yeah, the bat squatch thing. All right. Here's the quick thing. So you know how it took like 17 minutes for me to say yes to the, like, doing a radio we're show? We're back in the car on the journey. Yeah, we're back in the car. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Mid-COVID, by, by the way. August 2020. Yeah. We got to mile marker 284. I love that you remember that. I, it's like I wake up from a dead sleep in the car <laughs> and I sit up like somebody has shot me, like a rocket, always about a mile out of marker 284, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> 
We should get tattoos. We should. Like mile marker to it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> so here's the situation, okay? It's it's worth retelling. We're driving along. Stacy's driving. Slow I might add. Stacy Harris. Yes, yeah, Stacy. You're not talking Harris. about yourself in right. the third person. No, I'm not. <laughs> so there I am driving. No. The other Stacy is driving. And we're tooling along, we're listening to music, and suddenly, not too far down the road, on the left side, appears, nope, it wasn't there, it was substantial enough in size that, like, you would have seen it as you're driving up. So, like, it just sort of appeared, (laughs) is this thing. Now, it's crucial to understand that this thing then leapt with a <laughs> boing-like motion. That's right. It's key to understand that it was a boinging motion because it's like it had knees or something. <laughs> and so it went from a standstill on the left side of the road. We're on the right side. Thank you. That's exactly what it sounded like. But more like. threatening. <laughs> and it leapt and flew coming at us and went over the driver's side part of the car and then like went behind and then started to come back around and this thing was like like Burberry brown trench coaty whatever it had like tattered wings I don't know it was like big think Brandon Lee in the crow there you go right maybe it was Brandon Lee (laughs) (laughs) I mean solved right now, here's the thing about this, okay? First of all, we learned about each other that <laughs> in moments of fear, Stacy Heller is like, what the heck was that? Let's go look. <laughs> Whereas Stacy Harris is like, foot on the gas, what the heck was that? Let's get out of here. Australian. Yes. So Thank you. that's the first thing that is of note, which then led me to ask the question, did you see that? <laughs> And she's like, I don't, I don't know what I saw. And so then we were very acutely aware that we saw something that was not like a female turkey, Dave. <laughs> and <laughs> trying to help. And so I was like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm going to describe what I saw, mm-hmm. and then you can tell me if you saw the same thing. And so that's what we did. And it was like, yep, that's 100% what I saw. It wasn't even that I was like, well, I think it was red. And you were like, no, it was like brown. Yeah. It was, no. Like everything. You were like, 100%, that is what I saw. (laughs) And like everything from like the motion, like, like it like came over the top of the car from like the that left wheel uh-huh. and then like circled around like and as I said every time I pass mile marker 284 <laughs> it's like I'm like and there's the road that it was like when I looked out the window I'm like there it is well and it was right after all the big fires yeah. and so it was scorched earth like as well and so it was very movie like like it was I can still like it's so weird how vivid it is and I'm laughing because it's nervous laughter, too. Like, <laughs> Right. Because you're like, that was crazy. We, <laughs> like, we saw something. And, like, 
nobody's going to believe us. Like, I'm going to be that weirdo that's doing a documentary about Sasquatch. And I'm like, I smelled him. He smelled like wet fur. Like, it's. It was real. It was was real. real. We learned a lot about each other on that trip. Yes. (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) Of which then I went home and told my husband, hey, we saw this thing that we've now identified as Bat Squatch. And then. I just, it was a turkey. (laughs) And I left the room. (laughs) Like. It was so much more than it. Did you? So but did you tell him about the bouncing? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like even down to the boing. Yeah. Like when I say, <laughs> thank you. Even when I said that to her, I'm like, right? There was like a oh. weird boing thing, and she was like, a hundred percent. But you know when I like, I'm a dog person, but we have cats. They they do the little like shake in the yeah. back. It wasn't even that it did something where it was preparing to no, jump. It, it went, went from a standstill yes, to up. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mile 284. I don't know what number highway it is. Well, and then we were passing the (laughs) casino. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I think it's 12 tribes. And I'm like, what are the 12 tribes? And what are the different, like, things that, like, beliefs or, like, the, like, various, uh, I don't know what they're called. Mythology. Right. Like, what are the things? And I was, like, looking through all of the stuff to see if there was anything. Yeah. So paranormal for sure. Yeah. 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 We'll always have bat squatch. We will always have bat squatch. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break here, and then when we come back, let's do the where's it going to go conversation. Keep listening to Stacy Connects with Stacy, Stacy, and Dave. We'll be right back. Do you feel challenged by the thought of getting ready every day? Want to make a great first impression, but don't feel your wardrobe represents who you really are? Does the thought of trying to find great clothing that fits your body and lifestyle have you overwhelmed? Michael Bruce Image Consulting is a premier image consulting company that can help you get your style back on track. Contact them at michaelbruceimageconsulting.com or call them at 425-214-4155 and start that conversation today. Stacy Connects. It's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. You are listening to Stacey Connects. I failed to mention Eric when I said you're listening to Stacey Connects with Stacey, Stacey, Dave. I should have said, and Eric, because you're very much a part of this as well. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, I mean, my mom calls you every week. Oh, that's just because you're busy talking. Well, no. (laughs) No. Actually. (laughs) No. Because I talked to her after the show. And what I love is that she calls in and she'll make a comment about the show. And then, like, I know that he's going to answer because he goes into the booth, right? And then he comes back and I can tell, like, if it was just like, (laughs) hi, Eric, how are you? Or if it was like, what the heck is this? (laughs) Like, what is she talking about? Or like, she's wrong. And he is... So lovely of a man that he edits it because he's like, I'm not going to say that. Like, I'm not going to tell her that. <laughs> so it's it's quite lovely. 
but then the funny part about it is that I get on the phone with mom and I always have to lead with like I'm on speaker in case and if I'm not like then she's like this was good you were wrong there what's that about <laughs> like you know like uh when I had um uh Amanda on talking about adult Disney stuff mom was like what the, like why would anybody want to go to Disney as an adult like the line, the heat, like all the things that I had said at the top of the episode when I had Amanda on, I was like, hey, like this sounds hideous to me. Change my mind. <laughs> and that was sort of the premise of the show. And mom was like, that sounds hideous. <laughs> and so, of course, Pete, my husband, was like, now I know what I'm getting you and your mother for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy daughter Disney passes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh-huh. So anyway, um, yeah, <clears throat> so. Thank you for being such a part of the show. I really appreciate it, Eric. Always um, a pleasure. Oh, I do have to ask really quick. In three years, mm-hmm. most memorable Stacy moment. Wow. Maybe we can come back to it at the, at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if there's anyone that knows everything, oh, yeah. it's Eric. He's seen it and heard it all. I was <laughs> on the edge of my seat during that bat squash story. So I may be it. I just want to know if you are on the internet right now looking up Bat Squatch like mythology. No. Okay. <laughs> so you don't believe me. I, I just I don't know how to spell boing. So the, that's the problem. It's B-O-I-N-G. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um well, and I sort of alluded to, but I don't know if I really said like Dave is actually gonna be my guest on the show next week as a composer and producer. And I want to talk about that. But what I love about the uh, the intro and outro for this show is that I gave Dave, I was like, I want like a little like Kermit the Frog and like salt and pepper and like, you know, like random things and like the most disparate group of references. <laughs> and he was like. Got it. I think that was the exact creative brief right there. Do you yeah. have it in email? I probably have it. Somewhere. I feel like we should print I think it there out. Was salt and, frame and pepper it for and Kermit were in there. Yes. Yeah. Now salt and pepper is in the salt and pepper. Right. Okay. Yes. Pepper. Not pepper. Right. No hard R's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so um, he's quite the magician when it comes to that stuff. He is, and I'm super excited to chat with him about this evolution with his music, which we will do next. He week. just got right on the horn to Spinderella and said, "Hey." <laughs> Listen, I need your help. Spinderella, something up one time. Yeah. She was the, she was the DJ for Salt and Pepper, yes. for yeah. folks that don't know. Right, exactly. For mom. Mom, Spinderella was the DJ. She's the one that took the record and would go, wicka, wicka, wicka. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so that was the creative brief, pretty much. And, um, and we'll talk about this next week, but then he's also, like, I've given him other challenges which he has always totally risen to um okay but now like where does it go from here back to the future back to the future so i've been chatting with stacy who does this kind of thing um and thinking about like okay what am i gonna do like yes i can keep going on in perpetuity and it's like my therapist i mean i always say this is like you know therapy every week i'm like i'm just gonna Talk of the world. It's great. Um, but I also want it to serve people that are listening, and I want to continue to make sure that I'm finding um, interesting 
yes, people that challenge me and my beliefs, people that challenge the norms, creating that connection through conversation um, that, you know, tell the story that they're like, no, I don't have a story. And it's like, no, 100% you have a story. Like, you know, Jared Leto just climbed the Empire State Building, which I don't really want to have him on the show because I don't. But the point is, like, people do interesting things all the time. And so I love that. So, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to do next. I may move to podcast only, undecided. Um, so if I do, by the way, listeners, I've told you before, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, I think the thing that that would allow for is to have some, A, I could curse. I wouldn't have to edit the story about what happened on Vision Life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bleep, yeah. Um, and, um, you know, length of the show and those kinds of things and some creative freedom. Like, can't you see, like, a Stacy Connects, like, summer camp where it's, like, you know, short episodes or something? 100%. So, yeah. who knows? Um, but, but that's a beautiful thing, too, though, is that it's not this prescribed or linear path. You can, just like you did three years ago, you can decide. Totally. Right. And there is such incredible power and freedom that comes along with that, that I think all of us strive to have it, just even a glimpse of that in our lives and which we have the ability to be able to to grasp. Mm -hmm. But most of the time it feels like we don't or yes. we don't have those ability. Yeah. Well, and to be able to um, KKNW and Eric and the team like are amazing. Like I can move to the podcast only format and still have access to and support from mm. Eric. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I'm like, well, you're coming with me. Like, right. Whatever I do, like, yeah. you know, like we're Laverne and Shirley, salt and pepper. <laughs> I mean, salt and pepper. Um, like, I guess he's really Spinderella actually. Right. In this case. Yeah. I'm salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then Stacy is trying to encourage me to embrace some short format type mm, platforms. Mm -hmm. Which is uh, one uh, where edutainment mm -hmm. um, has gone uh, for a while now, and especially with social media platforms that encourage that type of content. Um, and it's an opportunity for people to get introduced to you um, and then it, decide to engage in longer form content going back to your, your, you can choose, right? Um, but if someone, like you just showed us before the show, the video of the five-year-old cheerleader and her chicken. Yes. <laughs> Eric, you need to look up this video. There's a little girl who's five and she takes cheer and she also, her family raises chickens. And so listeners, look this up, not while you're driving, safe. And she basically is like, doing like cheerleading with the stunts and the chicken is the flyer, <laughs> which is ironic, right? Because chickens don't chickens fly. Um, like, come on. Right. But that is, that was short form, right? Yep. It was on, I don't think it was a, an actual TikTok, but it was TikTok-esque in the fact that it was a short form video. And you shared it and it brought momentary joy to us as we were sitting around and, and watching. And it was, it was viral in the fact that you actually thought about it and okay. thought, oh, Dave and Stacey might like this. Let me show them. And so you were passing it forward. And that's the kind of thing that with your short form content, um, I think people will be like, oh, you've got to listen to this. Oh, you got to see this. Right. So um, what are you new? Yeah. 
Did I mention that I have Dave Nelson, composer and producer, in the studio today? Bonker of microphone stands. <laughs> Audio is a really hard thing for him to work with. He was Sorry. probably watching the, uh, the cheerleading video. Yeah, the chicken video, and video cheerleader. Yeah. No, that was not. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, no, I, I 100%. Yeah. And, you know, like sharing the Stasiisms. I shared last week with listeners that I had found the the isms books mm-hmm. at MoMA, and I'm like, I can't believe they stole my idea. However, I'm totally going to steal theirs yep. because I got inspo for, like, the format and everything. Yep. So, like, I want to be that impulse purchase book, like, at the cash wrap everywhere. Yeah. Or in the uh, museum gift shop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a piece of work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sound bite to go into the best of. <laughs> Here it is. And then she's got the chicken <laughs> up on her extended. Isn't it cute? It's very cute. Yeah. I don't even like five-year-olds. <laughs> she's four. Four. Oh, yeah. she's four. Even better. You like four-year-olds? No. Oh. I mean, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm just not one of those. Like today, when I, I had know. lunch with Stacy and Dave, like there's all these little kids around, and they're like, oh, like look they were at them. cute they were... though. And I'm like, that's nice. That's done. <laughs> well, I think we think they're cute because they don't come back to our house. No. Right. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's cute for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But generally. Yeah. But we've uh, also had the conversation. You're like, I don't really like babies. And I'm like, you have four kids. That's how I know that God has a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> because. I wish everyone could see Dave's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, even my kids know that I'm like, I don't know. I just had sex, man. <laughs> Poor Eric. No. (laughs) He's just blinking slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Happy anniversary. (laughs) What is Embarrassment is for the third year. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, you know what all of the anniversary gifts are, right? What's the third year? No, I don't. Oh. I think paper's the first year. I don't know what the third year is. I mean, they only get good after, like, you put the time in. (laughs) I mean, it's hard work, like this show. It doesn't come easily. You have right. to work at it, and right. you have to be forward-thinking and creative, and you have to renew your vows every year and assess what you've gone through and where you want to go together. Wow. That was good. That was deep. Right? Wow. Right. So, anyway. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Has it gone quickly? Yes. It feels like I just started talking yesterday. Has it gone quickly for all of you? <laughs> I'm like, she's still talking. Three years. <laughs> now, do you remember to Stacy's question in our last 45 seconds here, your favorite moment? Hey, they've all been favorite moments. Aww. Well, here's what Three I will years say. Three has flown by like that. It really has. Yep. I The Halloween episode of 2023 might be my favorite. That was a good time. It was a good time. There we go, see? Yes. See? (laughs) Thank you so much, Eric. Thank you so much, Stacey. Thank you so much, Dave, for being a part of this episode and this full chapter of my life. I really appreciate it. Congratulations. Have a great week, everybody. Stay connected.